WVOW Local News now. A longtime first responder in Logan County passed away Tuesday. I'm Aaron Stone. According to the Cora Volunteer Fire Department, Charlie Mounts was a true legend in the emergency medical services field, as well as fire services, not just Logan County, but the entire state of West Virginia. During his lifetime, Charlie Mounts was a coal miner, a paramedic, a firefighter, an umpire, Buck Skinner, Mason, Shriner, Shriner Clown, a mentor. Many of Logan County's current first responders either trained with Charlie Mounts or worked alongside him in their careers. A visitation is set this evening between 6 o'clock and 9 o'clock at the Central United Baptist Church on Holden Road. The funeral is set for tomorrow at 11 at the church with a final burial call at the Highland Memory Garden. The Corps Volunteer Fire Department welcomes any department or agency putting an apparatus in the funeral in order to pay honor to mounts. He was 76 years old. WVOW Logan. Medical emergencies are never expected. They just happen. And when they do, it's critical to know that the skilled emergency medicine specialists and advanced diagnostic technologies at Logan Regional Medical Center are nearby. With imaging, laboratory, and surgery services close, you have access to all the resources you need for high-quality emergency medical care. Logan Regional Medical Center. Be well. Live well. That's why we're here. For more information, visit LoganRegionalMedicalCenter.com. Speaker of the House of Delegates in Charleston says lawmakers and Governor Jim Justice close to finalizing a deal on tax cuts. House of Delegates Speaker Roger Hanshaw said Thursday during an appearance on Metro News Talk Line with Hoppy Kershaw that talks that began in earnest after the Senate passed its tax plan more than two weeks ago have made significant progress. We've been working with them and the governor's staff all, all, literally almost every day. And we've, we've gotten to a point now where we think we've addressed everyone's concerns. House passed its tax cut early in the session. It calls for a 50% reduction in the personal income tax over three years, a plan that's been championed by Governor Jim Justice. The Senate passed a bill starts with a 15% decrease in personal income taxes with further decreases tied to revenue growth. The West Virginia State Senate plan also sets up a rebate for annual car taxes and the business equipment and inventory property tax for small businesses. United States Senator Joe Manchin at the Capitol this week warned lawmakers about making tax cuts. Your economy's not strong enough in three years to put an extra $15 billion in your economy in the state of West Virginia. That was the federal government to keep it from collapsing. Those involved with these negotiations on the tax cut have also been communicating with the tax department about how elimination of the marriage penalty, that's part of the Senate's plan, how it would impact revenue. West Virginia law currently allows children 16 years of age and older to get married, whether to another young person or to a full-grown adult, as long as the parent signs off on it. West Virginia Delegate Kayla Young of Kanawha is sponsoring a bill, House Bill 3018, that would increase the legal age of marriage in the state of West Virginia from 16 to 18. Current law allows 16-year-olds to get married with parental consent if the person is under 16. 
A judge can sign a waiver and allow for that marriage to happen. During Thursday's edition of Metro News Talk Line with Hoppy Kershaw, Delegate Young says that most child marriages are between teens and adults. Of the child marriages, there's been over 700 since the year 2001. And of those, only 5% were two teenagers. Most were a teenager and an adult. The biggest case was a 56-year-old woman that was married to a 16-year-old boy. Young further said that the bill has generated support from both Democrats and Republicans and has garnered criticism from those who were married at a young age. Bill's currently before the House Judiciary Committee. This Sunday marks 51 years since the Buffalo Creek flood disaster. At approximately 8 a.m. on the morning of February 26, 1972, a coal slurry impoundment dam owned by Pittston Coal Company burst. Over the years, many broadcast journalists at WVOW have documented the stories from that day. Speedy Bevins filed this account. Releasing hundreds of millions of gallons of coal slurry on the 18-mile-long community. Bernice Hughes described the horror she saw that morning. There was a mattress. There was a small boy on it, about four, screaming. There was a car that went by, full of people and the horn wide open, but it was rolling and tumbling in the water. Later on, they found the car with all the people dead. Jay Nunley covered the 40th anniversary of Buffalo Creek. Ruth Morris says what she saw that day was unimaginable. Until you see a two-story house come floating on top of a 30-foot wall of water. Now, you, you don't even imagine what you're looking at. But I could see that wall of water coming. Oh, Lord, it was the scariest sight it was. 125 people were killed, over 1,000 were injured, and 4,000 left homeless in the Buffalo Creek disaster of 1972. Jay Nunley for CBS News, Logan County, West Virginia. WVOW's patriarch Bill Becker made his own history at day as he called a spade a spade, as he said, accusing state road workers of shiftlessly standing about, doing nothing while others suffered. They could do better by swinging out of this hall on grapevines, and the state road commission is responsible for it. I can't see for the life of me why interested people in Logan County can't call upon the governor or the state road commissioner and get somebody here with some common sense that can use this equipment and help these people out. 72 on a cold winter day Nobody knew what was coming our way But it was rolling Oh Lord, it was rolling The coal company knew that the dam wasn't safe It wouldn't listen to the warnings Till it was too late It was rolling Oh Lord, it was rolling They could have saved a lot of lives If they'd only gave a warning Everybody had to die on a cold winter morning. Tomorrow morning at 8.30 on the Wallace Horn Friendly Neighbors Show, Chris Sparky Hobson will be featured as he performs his song, Blackwater Rollin', recounting the story of his two baby sisters washed away from their mother's arms in the Buffalo Creek flood. Here's a sampling of that as we play out the hour. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com. And on your smart device, this is WVOW Logan. They could have saved my sister's lives if they'd only gave a warning. Nobody had Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Temperatures today running right around 50, 52. And that feels cold, but guess what? That's normal. That's about where we should be. In fact, maybe two or three degrees 
cooler is where we should be. And it's dry today, partly sunny. But then on Saturday, we have a pretty good chance for some showers. And not all day, but I'd say especially mid-morning until the afternoon. Then we'll dry out a little bit. The high near 50. Sunday, again, definitely can't rule out a shower. High temperature near 58 degrees. I'm 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center.